y'all can't go fun to tell your homeboys and homegirls it's time for cleaning and care. You keep it laughing in the afternoon, so don't touch that dial on me the room. Cause they always in the summer front and you don't wanna miss it. It's double K like two of good greatness. Keenan and Kelly, I should've said Kelly Keenan, and you gotta watch Keenan, cause Keenan be screaming with a plan or a plot to make it to the top, but they kinda in the middle, cause they always getting caught. This ain't the Hardy Boys or a Nancy True mystery. It's just Keenan and Kelly, your vicinity, like six feet of Royal, Alvin and Costella, Magic and Kareem, or Billy Teller. Somebody's in trouble. Oh, here you go. Oh, Nick, 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 Nick. Yeah! I'm back, nigga! Woo! Yes, yes, this is Keenone Uncensored, Gangsta's Paradise. Oh yeah, you already know. You already know. But, um, unfortunately, I hate to start off with unfortunate news, but if you've been under a rock, I know this happened today and stuff like that, you'll be probably getting this around 1-ish, right? 12-ish, 1-ish, whatever the fuck, right? Our nigga Coolio. Rapper Coolio has passed away, man. Oh, fucked up story. Like, his friend, you know, he went to the bathroom at his homeboy crib, and his homeboy found him unresponsive, and unfortunately, he did not wake up. Yeah, so, allegedly, it's a, it's pos it's a possible heart attack. He was only 59 years old. Crazy, man. That's wild, man, because I was giving this nigga his for being nice less than a couple of months ago. And he's gone now. That's crazy. I mean, as I said in the intro, like, he he's a Grammy Award winning artist. This nigga had the years of 93 through 99. That motherfucker had that shit on lock. Like, he dropped a couple of classic albums. I mean, classic songs. Yeah, everybody's out there. I mean, It Takes a Thief is a classic. Gangsta's Paradise is a classic. I mean, this nigga was nice as fuck. So, rest in peace to, to my nigga Coolio, man. God damn, we losing too many people. Give your favorite artist they flowers while they can still smell them. Uh, the PMB Rock Killer has been revealed, man. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, man, two suspects, a father and son. It's a 17-year-old kid that murdered PMB Rock. And a, and a woman was involved. Yeah, a 32-year-old woman who's yet to be named. was arrested for setting up that robbery. Uh, Freddie Lee Trone is the name of the father of the getaway driver. So, yeah, man, crazy. A father and son combination. Uh, we don't know who the 32-year-old is, but um, 
The 17-year-old and the 32-year-old were arrested, and the 17-year-old is suspected of being the shooter. And they posed as patrons in order to rob PNB Rock. Uh, such a fucked up tragedy. Terrible, man. Terrible. Oh, where do we start here? Hmm. So, we got a lot to talk about. Oh, ha ha! The baby flopped. I told y'all. I told y'all. I told y'all. I knew it was gonna brick. She's a brick. House. He's mighty mighty. He gonna flop all day long. <laughs> Nigga flop. I told you. It, I'm just happy that the sales match the quality. Because if he would have sold like 70,000, 80,000, I'd been like, what the fuck is wrong with people, man? <laughs> they don't realize. Yeah, Interscope is definitely about to drop this nigga, man. And all of that shit he was talking about, Megan. About fucking Megan Thee Stallion. He thought that shit was going to work. To sell that whack-ass, garbage-ass album. The only song on there that's dope is the one with Anthony Hamilton. All the rest of the songs are garbage. To average. Wow. 17K. I mean, and then also, he's canceled anyway. So most of his fan base that bought his music is gone. Nobody wants to hear that jibber jabber abba jababa abba la baba lama 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 shama lama asalama lakam ass shit. Um, Armani Caesar singles. My God, Paula Dean with West Side Gun. Shit. Then her other single with Benny the Butcher and Stove God. Oh my goodness. Man, where's the Liz too, goddammit? I'm ready. I'm ready, Armani. Drop that shit. We'll get to music news, but we got a lot of sports news. Now, one thing I am tired of is Malika Andrews. This bitch got me. Now I'm just playing. So, this... Bitch. Yes, I'm saying bitch. It applies. The B word does apply in this situation. I only use the word bitch describing a woman unless, I mean, only if I need to. I don't usually speak to women like this, but this woman got to get spoke to this way. And a lot of women ain't going to understand it. They don't understand nothing until we say bitch. <laughs> But I'm tired of this lady bashing men. And this lady has been on a war path. First, you got to realize, brothers put Malika Andrews in that position. A lot of the male athletes vouch for this lady to get on. And then Mark Stein and Adrian Wojnarowski put her on, all sprinkled her all over the network, got her her own show, and then Malika Andrews just gonna turn on black men, on brothers? 
first I knew she was a bitch when she criticized Kyrie Irving for no reason. For doing what was best for him. That's when I was just like, for real, this is how you feel? And then this became a pattern. You know, this became a pattern. I'm going to show y'all. I'm going to give y'all game on this, right? So then, when it's the MAU Doka shit comes out, you know, she blasted him. But when other people decided to speak on it, she overtalked them and, and jumped them when they wanted to hold the sexual partners of MAU Doka accountable for their bullshit. Now, y'all know I was holding the females accountable for what the fuck they did with that man because you knew that man was engaged. You knew that man had a fiance and you knew that man had a family. And then you were married. You had families. You are homewreckers. You was hoes. You are whore. You are a whore. A fucking whore. Yes, M.A. Udoka fucked up. Yes, he cheated on Nia Long. He should be held accountable. I feel like a year suspension was excessive. He did violate team rules. But he isn't a, a prior violator. I think they should have took it light on dog. They should have suspended him for the first half of the season. Maybe if that. Maybe the first quarter of the season. But a year? And word is, that motherfucker might not get his job back when the suspension's over. Now, I heard a rumor that he may be the replacement of Steve Nash if Brooklyn doesn't win the championship this season. That would be great for basketball, in my opinion. MAU Doka gets the coach. The, the Nets, oh, my God. They definitely winning the championship if they get him. But Malika Andrews had was on a phone call with Stephen A. Smith live on television. Now, y'all motherfuckers know I'm not the biggest advocate for Stephen A. Smith. Like in the early 2000s, Stephen A. used to be black. You know what I'm saying? All through the 2000s. The 2000, the 2012 or some shit like that. Stephen A., I respected him. He was a dope-ass reporter. He was the Michael Eric Dyson of reporting. And then after he talked about you know, after, you know, he held a woman accountable for the Ray Rice shit. And they took that nigga in the dark room and said, look, man, it's either you apologize on live TV. If you apologize on live TV, you can have your job and we'll make you the highest paid nigga up here. But you got to bash black men. You got to bash black athletes. And they made him the highest paid nigga over there. White, black, orange, and Hispanic. But he had to disrespect black people for a certain time period. That time is over now. Stephen A's been paid. Now he's back to praising black men again. So I think that he was paid for a period of time to bash black men. But that goes back to Malika Andrews, who this all ties in together, y'all. I'm telling you a story on my opinion. Now, I can't prove that I can't prove that that's what happened, but I think that's what happened. OK. That's just my opinion. Y'all might not like it, but I don't give a fuck. Y'all might not agree with me, but I don't give a fuck. 
And I think they are using the same tactic with Malika Andrews. Because when Mark Stein or Adrian Wojnarowski would blast bash a black man, if they were to do that, they, you know, a lot of people would request for their heads. So if they got somebody the same skin tone to talk that shit about black men, then it's like, okay, we don't have to do it no more. We got a mouthpiece. And now they got their mouthpiece now. And then when she was on Stephen A's show, first take, right? She was over talking him. She was being very disrespectful and Stephen A had to check that bitch. Like, bitch, who the fuck is you? You on my motherfucking show. You fucking whore. Shut your bitch ass up, nigga. He didn't say that, but you know what I mean? But you know how that go. And then, you know, she was over talking him when Stephen A was talking about holding the women, the woman who slept with M.A. Udoka accountable. When Kendrick Perkins was, you know, she asked Perk his opinion. I don't think, I don't think too highly of Kendrick Perkins. His opinion on the whole situation, right? And Perk was holding the woman accountable. And Malika Andrews cut him off. And then the nigga wasn't on the show the rest of the show. She kicked the nigga off the show. Kendrick Perkins and Stephen A. Smith, who vouched for Malika Andrews to get this job in that position. You see what I mean, dog? That's why I don't like about certain women in certain positions. When certain women, not all, I mean certain women, you got to realize Malika Andrews is a black Jew from Oakland. You know how bad of a combination that is? And she obviously embraces her Jewish side more than her African-American side, you heard? Because I don't see no sister. I see a sister from the valley. I usually don't speak this. I usually don't speak like this, but fuck that. I'm tired of the shit. This woman need to be fired. Like, straight up. Like, this is a bad look for ESPN. So, so this nigga Perk, you kicked Perk off the show for nothing because he disagreed with you. This is what I mean. Certain females go off of emotion, bro. Emotion, bro. 
Not logic, bro. And some people, like, they, they need a level-headed woman to have that type of position of power who can control that shit, knowing that you on air. That was a bad look, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but not sorry. But I'm sick of that bitch. Let's move on to NBA shit. Zion Williamson is ready to go. And, uh, and according to a lot of people, he looks great. He looks in shape. And he is going to be an all-star this year, from what I hear. And he said that Biggie's album, Ready to Die, kept him motivated. And that's a very good album to listen to. It is a classic, although I think Ready to Die is overrated. I still think why that album served its purpose. I mean, you got everyday struggles, things done changed. You got Big Papa. You got Friend of Mine. You got the original One More Chance. You got Machine Gun Funk. That's a great album to listen to to, to, to motivate yourself. Juicy, obviously juicy. Every day, I think I said everyday struggles, right? The title track, Suicidal Thoughts. Ready to Die has the making of all the emotions that a young man deals with in life. Giannis Antipo Negro says that Stephen Curry is the best player in the world. Well, I'm glad that me and Giannis' uh, opinion matches up because we both feel the same way. And I told you, ESPN ranking Steph 5 is hate. It's mitigated hate. How the fuck is the finals MVP lower than number three? I can see putting Giannis above him. But I don't see anybody else that should be ranked above him. Except maybe Luka, if that. But Steph beat Luka. Steph beat all of the people that was ahead of him on that list. He beat Jokic. He beat Luka. He should be ahead of them going into the season. He should be the number one guy. He's a superstar that was the finals MVP. So me and Giannis definitely agree. Now, I'm not saying that I hold his opinion to a high regard and all this other shit. I just agree with the nigga. And uh, quiet trade news. Atlanta traded Mo Harkless for Vic Creechy, right? Vic Creechy, I seen film on this guy. You know, he had dealt with an injury last season. But he's going to be a vital piece to that Atlanta team. And that's actually not a bad pickup. I understand that Mo Harkless does a lot on the defensive end. And I was happy about that pickup not too long ago on Monday. But Cretchy, he got bounced. He got a shot on him. His defense could use some work. But I like the pickup for Atlanta. It's going to be a, a sleeper. 
him and Bogdanovich, the international boys coming off that bench, going crazy. DeAndre Ayton and Jay Crowder are unhappy in Phoenix. DeAndre Ayton says that he has not spoken to Monty Williams since the beginning of training, since since the end of last season, where obviously Monty Williams singled him out and said that you quit on us, which was a fact. These young niggas are so fucking sensitive, man. It's so sensitive. Why he talked to me like that? You know what I mean? <laughs> Soft ass, puss ass shit. Get it, get it, get over yourself. Did you just get paid, nigga? Nigga, I'd be high fiving the whole fucking staff if I was him. Thank God. But I get. But here's the thing, though. Just because he's paid, don't mean he's happy. He definitely. I wouldn't be surprised if he demands a trade at some point this season. Because they didn't really want him, but they had to get him back. Because, to be honest, whether they have him or not, it was a lose-lose for Phoenix. Because the whole West has gotten better, and Phoenix has the same exact team as they did last year. So, I mean, what would be a good trade for Aiton? Man, there's so many possibilities. I mean, honestly, bro. Phoenix needs to go after a superstar, a disgruntled superstar, because I don't think Chris Paul at that at that age of his and Devin Booker is going to be enough. So Aiton would be a great piece to trade a little bit later on in the season. He's not, I don't think he's eligible to be traded this year, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, though. But, um... I think they have to, if they're going to trade Aiton, they got to get a star player back. And they got young pieces like, you know, Cam Johnson's a good young piece, Michael Bridges. They could go ahead and try to go all in on a superstar. Jay Crowder is also unhappy and he is looking to be traded. So he's not even going to training camp. He just said, fuck y'all, I'm out of here. And I'm going to be honest. A player of his caliber should not be demanding a trade openly in public like that. He should just be going to management and keeping it quiet. But Jay Crowder announced this shit on social media. And a team is interested, the Cleveland Cavaliers, y'all. If Jay Crowder... Goes to Cleveland. That could be the one player that they need. You know, he's a guy that can defend a little bit. That's a streaky three-point shooter. And I like uh, Jay Crowder for Cleveland. You know, as a ninth man to go with that rotation. He was in Cleveland before, but this is different circumstances. This is a young team that needs a veteran like Jay Crowder on that team. So I like Crowder in Cleveland. 
the Toronto Raptors are interested in Shea Gilgis Alexander. They definitely got the pieces to go get him. They definitely have all their draft picks to go get him. But Shea Gilgis Alexander probably, you know, I've heard that he wants to commit to OKC for the long term. But that would be very interesting to see, like, if that were to happen. I mean, having SGA and possibly, maybe, hopefully you can keep Van Vliet or Siakam. And I would say they would probably, I don't know. I don't think they would give either one of them up, to be honest with you. But then again, you never know how desperate a team is. I'd probably say Van Vliet would be the odd man out. Lonzo Ball. It's speculation that Lonzo Ball will miss the entire 2023 season. As he has surgery on his knee yet again. He said that he can't walk. I mean, he can't run and he can't jump, y'all. And that knee has been bothering him for the longest. And this is the same knee that put him out for last season. And what you got to question, is this a career-threatening injury? And this is the same issue that fucked up Brandon Roy's career. So prayers go out to Lonzo Ball. Jason Kidd says that Christian Wood will be the sixth man on the Mavericks. My thoughts on this? Good. Because what? The lineup's going to be Dinwiddie, Doncic, um, Hardaway, um, Finney Smith, and McGee. I think Christian Wood's got sixth man of the year potential if he decides to want that role because you know... Christian Wood is a little bit off his rocker. He's retarded. For lack of a better term, he's slow. You know, he's unpredictable, and you never know. I wouldn't be surprised if he was schizophrenic or bipolar because he does a lot of weirdo shit. Not going to hold you. Because I remember when we were trying, you know, when the Pistons tried to bring back Christian Wood. Right? And... When asked questions about him resigning back to Detroit, he was he had a lot of weird ass responses. He was acting like he was gonna sign back, then he was gonna act like he wasn't, and then he didn't end up signing back. But we don't miss that motherfucker here. Fuck him. I just wanted to say that real quick. We don't miss him here. Cause he's a fucking head case. Last but not least, y'all, could this be the biggest week in music coming up on September the 30th? Because a lot of names are subject to drop on Friday, September the 30th, 2022. 
We got Big 30. A lot of y'all don't, if y'all don't know that nigga from, Mem uh, I think he's from Memphis. I believe he's from Memphis. And, and he's solid. Definitely anticipating. A new project from him. Uh, rapper Baby Tate is dropping on Friday. She's dropping a new project. This is her second album. I never heard a full-length project from her, so I will be a first-time listener. You know, she's the daughter of Dion Ferris, who sang the hit song in the 90s, Hopeless. And who was also a part of the group Arrested Development. So she's the daughter of a legend. A Grammy award-winning uh, legend at that. You know, their relationship was highlighted on Love & Hip Hop Atlanta as a rocky relationship. But I'm interested in listening to her. Um, Freddie Gibbs, who I believe has a classic album on the way. I mean, could he, could we make this, uh, how many classics in a row would this be for him? Because his last album was out, Al, uh, was Alfredo, wasn't it? That was the one that was the Grammy Award, uh, nominated album. Well deserved. Because you had... Bandana, Alfredo, and then it'll be so so separately. So basically, this man might drop three classics in a row. I got a feeling in my gut, man. He got some big features. Then you got Kit Cuddy dropping. I'm not gonna listen to it. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. And it's not because of the dress. Don't do that to me. Don't fucking do that to me. I'm just not interested this year in Kid Cudi. I'm sorry. I'm just not interested. I like Kid Cudi. I like his music. But I'm going to pass on this new album. Rome Streets is also dropping his debut Griselda project. Probably his debut studio album. Yeah, he got the pinky ring on the middle finger and shit for the album cover. I can't wait. Rome Streets could be a Rookie of the Year candidate if his project turns out to be fire. Maybe. You never know. It'll be between. Yeah, you know I ain't gonna give that up. What the fuck y'all thought I was? Tory Lanez is also dropping an album. I'm interested to see what Tory got this time around. Tory usually got a sack full of bangers. Pause. Um, and last but not least, YG is dropping his new project. And I looked at the features. This motherfucker might be hard. Not gonna lie. I mean, you got Cole, Moneybag, yo, you got Nas. Like, that's a very interesting list there. Yeah, I can't wait till YG drop his new project. But this is a very big week. I am hoping and praying, y'all. 
that I get the fucking early leaks so that I don't have to listen to all these albums in one day. That way, I can spread out this podcast because it's more than likely New Music Fridays is going to come out on Friday. But after Coolio's passing, I had to go live tonight. I couldn't combine this episode with the next one. But yeah, this is a very huge, 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 huge week. It's a huge week for um, music, man. It's probably the biggest week because we got the King Known Awards coming. I plan. I am hoping, I am aiming for October 17th to announce the winners. And then I want to announce the nominees on New Music Fridays. That would be, you know, when I review the Little Baby album. I want to announce the nominees that same day on October the 14th. That's what I want to do. But it's to be determined, but I'm going to put the date on that bitch and put to be determined right next to it. But like I said, October the 14th, I want to do New Music Fridays and announce all the nominees for the King Known Awards this year. On October the 14th. October the 17th. I want to announce the winners. Because during the weekend. I'm going to be like. Dissecting everything. Alright. That's my show. This is King Known Uncensored. Gangsta's Paradise. And I'm gone.